0: Welcome to Fandom and Wellness.
1: A podcast about the complex relationship between fandom and mental health.
2: Disclaimer, we are not psychiatrists or psychologists. We're just fangirls with a vested interest in mental health. This episode, we will be talking about Bob's burgers with our special guest, Kosi Harris.
1: Hi! Hello.
2: Um, so I know Kosi through Geek Girl Brunch and I know you do PR work. Um, why don't you talk to us a little bit about that?
3: Um, yes, I've been um doing PR for about eight to nine years now. Um uh, it varies from retail, consumer products. I'm doing a lot of nonprofit work, which I'm very excited about. Um, one of them is um actually the um Tourette's Association of America and I end up getting a few great placements for them in regards to uh girl Who has Tourette's that didn't that was kicked out of the movie theater for um before she watched Endgame?
0: I oh know, no, I, I heard about that.
3: Yeah, she was a geek girl like us, so um, AMC is rectifying it and we're hoping that they get some sensitivity training. So it's great to see that result come out of it.
2: Wow, that is good. That's good that they're being, I guess it's not proactive, but reactive in this situation now, so that at least they're trying to amend everything that happened.
3: Exactly, right. and then um thank you for doing that. you're welcome, of course, and it was great to give back
2: <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I know and I know you give back a lot. you're a part of a lot of different organizations that give back to several different communities
3: um yes, another one is um called Birthright Africa, and it helps um city students it's for it's in New York right now, but they um sponsor trips for um students to go to the motherland
2: and learn and just learn about history wow that's really cool yeah love that that is very nice that is is an option that not everyone has especially financially can do so like i think it's great right to Mm -hmm. to do that and see that because i know in other cultures they have birthright and you're able to go back to the motherland of your own like people or religion and if you're black in america you don't necessarily get that experience because that experience has been taken from your your ancestors so like exactly
3: and you don't know so these kids start to know and be more knowledgeable of where they came from to help them in their you know future endeavors
1: awesome so when we have a guest on we like to ask uh what their pronouns are ours are all she her hers what are yours she her hers great
0: thank you Ah, uh, so let's get into Bob's burgers. Yay!
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, thank you for coming on. We all know how much you love the show, um, so you are going to be a great guest to talk about it with us. Um, so let's start with Bob. Oh.
2: <laughs> what was that, well, Bob? He's. A I feel like I send you guys a lot of Bob gifts whenever Jenny. Okay, says was... Whenever Jenny says something, yeah. so always like. Oh my god. Oh my god I do love that
0: that show has become just like a cultural phenomenon. Yes. Like GIFs and memes. (laughs) It has. It is. Um but yeah, but uh so let's talk Bob for a little bit. He's the super supportive patriarch of the family. Uh small business owner. Yes.
2: Yes. He's a dad. He loves his children, he loves his job. (laughs) <laughs> he like has his he has his flaws at moments but I think overall he he cares more he cares more about the happiness of his family than anything else.
0: He yes, truly does. Definitely.
1: I also really like his just his personality and his uh demeanor. It's just <laughs> it's just very funny to me. Just this I would <laughs> I guess a reluctant hero almost. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but, I guess you would yeah. say
0: he is a reluctant hero. It is funny to imagine him as Archer because it's the same voice actor. Right. Um, and he
2: was <laughs> He was in Home Videos too. Yes. I I I don't really watch Archer, but I did love Home Videos.
1: Mm-hmm. Um yes. yeah, my I think the quote that like probably epitomizes him is like when I forgot it exactly, but it's something like I'm going, but I'm going to I'm going to complain the whole time. <laughs> yes. Which is great (laughs) that meme is all over the place i love it (laughs) yeah oh my goodness yeah
0: yeah i mean well i mean we'll talk about you know his relationships with like his kids and his wife later but that is like he'll do anything for his family
1: right (laughs) oh yeah he's he's like very quirky too especially when it comes to thanksgiving (laughs) oh Oh, yeah yes i love talking. the thanksgiving
2: episodes yes
1: talking to the turkeys yeah oh my god that's his that's his fourth child i guess yeah,
2: yeah i guess I, honestly thanksgiving is his fourth child
1: um <laughs> well i meant the turkey but oh well i guess oh the exactly. <laughs> he wants all of thanksgiving
0: <laughs> <He> eats it <laughs> um right. yeah i love him i love mm. linda well, let's I, talk about Linda. I am Linda. <laughs> sing. I sing, talk nonstop. So. I'm
2: always dancing. Um, Linda, I, I, I will say she is a supportive mother, and she just, she's also quite quite like Bob in the fact that she's very supportive and loves her family, and will do she will do anything for her family's happiness. But she has a little bit more of a positive outlook on life, and I think that's where Mm, they play best off of each other. She's like, do this. And he's like, I don't want to do this. This isn't what I want to do. She's like, well, you're going to do it whether you like it or not.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but she also, like, (laughs) uh, she throws a lot of shade sometimes. And and Bob just, like, laughs about it. Yes.
2: (laughs) She does. I feel like she, she tends to. Not all the time. It's not 100% because I will say they have a good balance at balancing all the parenting duties. But I feel like she's usually the one that has to deal with a lot of the mess of the kids sometimes. Yeah. And those kids are a lot. Mm-hmm. Yes. They are extra. Yeah. They are the definition of extra.
1: I keep thinking of scenes that, like, show their personalities. Mm-hmm. Is one, what I remember. Uh, there was a scene where Bob for some reason is yelling in bed and she she wakes up and's like, What where's how yeah, I can help you hide the body. Like I what's, was gonna what's going say on? That, <laughs> and she's like, I'll have to take yes. the kids
2: out of school,
1: <laughs> homeschool the kids. And Bob
2: is like, You had all that ready? She's like, I'm just <laughs> being supportive. Yes. Yes. Linda's a ride or die. And yes, <laughs> that's what we need to know. It's Linda's a ride or die.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh.
0: Jenny, who's your fave?
1: My fave is uh Tina Belcher. Yes. Um she's like she's so funny and also she's like she's almost like who I want to be cuz she is so <laughs> yeah. confident. She's uh I guess she's much younger than me but like a role model because she's so much she's so confident in her sexuality and
0: role. yeah, I love that Tina has basically become an icon. Yes. <laughs> um especially because she's not like She's not who you would normally think of that, like, girls would want to be, like, traditionally, like, like skinny and, like, she's an atypical and stuff teenage, like that. Like, she's yeah. made fun of at her high school. She is. Or grade middle school. school. Or I don't know how old she is, honestly. She's in middle school. Yeah, they're all in the same school, so I guess yeah. she's in middle school. uh Like, she yeah, like she's made fun of by the popular girls, so it's funny that she's, like, who so many people relate to and yeah. want to be.
2: Well, I feel like that's kind of how a lot of girls felt growing up especially like those that are those of us that are adults now we can look back and be like wow i really relate to tina as a child and even still relate to her now so like she's just like an atypical character that we are we're not super used to getting but love yeah
3: right i feel as though i was tina in um high school with oh, them, t- with
2: guys yeah. Oh, I definitely was. A we, we all were. Teens. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I definitely. Yeah. I can see that. I. I. I don't yeah. Want to
3: think Not obses- as obsessed with butts as she was, but I can dig it.
2: <laughs> I was. I was. You I wasn't open about it, but I definitely was.
1: <laughs> I. I really relate to the noises that she makes all the time. <laughs> uh... Yeah
0: yeah i remember yeah. that yeah just laying laying face down on the floor yeah just just groaning and her family's just kind of like okay that's just like what's happening they don't <laughs> what i love is that they, they don't try to like make her someone else they just let her be yes mm-hmm. they just like allow her to lay on the floor groaning
1: i'm not always doing that but i am in my mind i'm always doing that so <laughs> yeah
2: and and you're yeah. also grabbing a bowl of spaghetti and running away doing that. I, that scene when she grabbed the spaghetti in her hand and ran away. I was like, that's not how you eat. <laughs> oh, I love Tina. Another of my favorite characters is Gene Belcher. And I feel like he doesn't get enough credit because he has the best one-liners on the show. In my opinion, he has the far best one-liners.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's amazing. He
2: is. And he's, he's very
0: self-aware. He, he, he <laughs> Well, is sad, he's simultaneously think. self-aware and like no, like not.
2: And, and not <laughs> at the same time. Like when he's like banging on everything, he's like, "I can't believe someone would tell me to stop making this beautiful music and it's like <laughs> you're banging with a broomstick on the stove." Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, but
0: He's I, definitely
1: I, chaotic neutral, I would say. <laughs> yeah. That,
0: I think he's chaotic, beautiful.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> He's definitely, he, I, I don't know what, uh, I know he's definitely chaotic. Like, yeah. Louise is, we know, is chaotic, but so is yes. Jane. Uh, yes.
2: Like, some of the best one liners, she's like, You can't be trusted until I can have a, like, when that I was saying earlier, I just ate Girl Scout cookies for breakfast. And the line where he's like, Are you not going to let me have cookies because I ate all the Shim Sham cookies and threw up in your bed? That's exactly how I feel right now. I was like, I can't be trusted. I ate cookies for breakfast and now I'm
1: sick. (laughs) Good times.
2: Good times. But Gene has the best one-liners. And I love that he's the middle child. I definitely think he has a little bit of middle child syndrome. And everyone does tend to forget about him because, like, Tina's always on something crazy like she's She's always always obsessed with something new and then louise is always trying to kill somebody or get revenge (laughs) or like sneak out and like run away so it's like gene is fine they just tend to like ignore him and i think that's kind of the common cause with a lot of things
3: that happen i do like that um gene has a love of music yes like when they do explore his episodes like he has a deep love of music like you remember when he started the band
2: Oh yes, that was so sweet. Yeah, he started the band, and even, even in the Topsy episode when he like composed the music for it. Oh
3: yeah, Electric he... Love. <laughs>
2: yes, or like just, uh, he loves music. He loves his keyboard.
0: I, I love how supportive they are of his music as well. Yes, like when, um, uh, like in the episode where they're doing like the. Uh, like the musical theater episode in the restaurant. Yeah, oh yeah. With, with like that, with that like burglar.
3: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. He 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 told Jean to play him out.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What about you, Kosi? Who are your favorite Who's your favorite character?
0: Family? I know
3: Louise Belcher.
0: (laughs) (laughs) and you cosplay her, and it's super cute. Yes,
3: I love her. I think because me, I just feel I have similarities to her. We're both the youngest kids. We drive our families crazy. <laughs> I like that she's just so clever. I think maybe Louise is a Slytherin because I'm a Slytherin too, but she's very mm, clever.
0: Yes, <laughs> I, I could see that. And
3: That's cunning really too. And like, she's always like doing some sort of like money scheme. Like you remember when she... um. <laughs> <laughs> she is...
1: And Louise like, is a me. scammer.
3: Yeah, she's such like a hustler. I love that. Like when they did that, it that did that. They did the downstairs restaurant um casino.
1: Uh,
2: yes. Oh yeah.
3: yes. And she was or walking even, around with like a blazer. I'm like yeah!
2: <laughs> even the art, ah, oh, the art crawl episode where she had the twins outside <laughs> painting tchotchke artwork to sell.
3: Yes, and she had the twins counting money in their underwear in that casino episode. Like, who is this? She did. She was
2: like, if you're, wearing, you're not wearing clothes, that means you can't hide anything. Like, <laughs> damn. So, what a weirdo.
3: It's like, how do you know that? And you're like, nine.
2: Yeah, she's a nine-year-old child. But I do like that she's like a
1: daddy's girl. She
3: Deep is. down. You could tell. her. I like her and Bob's she dynamic. She her father.
1: Some of my favorite moments are probably when you kind of see the heart of gold that she has. Yes. Way, 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 way buried under <laughs> <me>. <laughs> Oh
2: my god. Yeah, no. Well, speaking of um, her relationship with her dad, let's talk about the parents' relationship with all their children.
0: They're so supportive.
2: They are. Yes. They're, they're a good TV family and I will say they are—they're one of the top, top, top five TV families that I love to to see, like on screen, because so many yeah, of them are dysfunctional or like trying to tear each other down or just not good at like communicating and all these other things. And I feel like Bob's Burgers really touches the nail or hits the nail on the head with like what it's like to have a family and deal with crazy kids and they're always up to something. While yeah, like still trying to run a business.
0: They parent, but they let their kids be. Like, they let their kids experience life and learn... And they don't try to control every aspect of it. Yeah.
1: I'm sure they wish they could control them a little, <laughs> little bit. Oh, yeah. Totally. But-
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But they're yeah. Even I don't though- know. I mean, they, they seem to like laugh off like their kids. Like, well, not always. Craziness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes sure, sure. they get angry. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Yeah. But no, you're right.
2: They do tend to. to like there was a scene in one episode. I forgot what they were doing. Kids were up to something. And Mr. Fawn was like, don't you know what your kids do? And she was like, I can't know every single thing that they do. And I'm like, true. I don't
0: think my mother knew every single thing that I was doing either. Right. It would tra- like, a lot of parents try to know every single thing their kid does, and it drives them insane. Yeah. Like, what that must do to your mental health? <laughs> like, yeah. like, it's so stressful. Just like, you have to let your kids live. And I think that Bob's Burgers is a perfect example of what that could be like. Because, like, their kids love their parents. Like, there's an episode where where Bob, like, fires them from the restaurant.
2: Yes.
3: Because,
0: like, <laughs> like Bob's been working his whole life for his, for, I guess, his, like, dad or whatever. Yeah. And so he, in his head, thought maybe, like, his kids feel forced to work there. So he fires them, but it, the kids feel like <laughs> they're, like, not wanted because they love being there because of the like the dynamic that the parents have created with them right it's like they have a super healthy relationship you do i mean they ended up going
2: to work on a pot farm <laughs> 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 like in the parallel it's like oh this looks like a nor-. and they had no clue that there was one oh my god the line where it was the old couple, and they were like, It's all weeds. And Louise is like, Why don't you just burn it all down? And they're like, We will one dime bag at a time. Oh my God. <laughs> and I was like, How did they get that on TV? How did they get this on TV? That's so funny. Oh my
3: God. Yeah, their getaway scene was hilarious because they were trying to like <laughs> sing while like on the bike. Right, left, right, right,
0: left. Yeah,
2: so.
3: and like,
2: I don't
0: know, like, like Bob, like went to like that like brony show to like oh, to, yeah. like get that like exclusive like like, like pony, pony thing back. for Tina that Tina didn't even end up caring about at the end. Oh. And then he just kind of had to like shrug it off. Like okay, like, no, he told her to like... play with the
2: pony. He's like play with it. He just he just got oh a okay. yeah, He's he like, got play yeah. with play with the horse. <laughs> and she's like this isn't how you play with it. <laughs> Or
3: when he um did a side gig for <laughs> Tina's um birthday party. Oh yeah,
2: that was one of the first episodes.
3: Yes, that was very sweet.
2: That was when they established like this is a family that cares about each other, mm-hmm. and I think yeah, I will say that's one of the reasons it attracted me so much to the show because it was something that I was, I was living with the next of the time and they were always watching this and I was always at work so I'd come home and I was like I don't know what this is. And when he explained it to me, and sat down and watched it, and I was like, "Oh my god, I love this!" And I've just like been in love with it for years now.
1: Nice. Um, I wanted to also talk about um how they handled Tina going back to Tina and her how her sexuality is not shamed at all, and like it's like probably one of the better portrayals of teenage sexuality female sexuality that i've seen It is, um, and it's great yeah. that they address it on like a cartoon basically
0: yeah i also think it's like it goes to show how uh great of a dynamic their family has and like that the parents don't really shame her
2: yeah they're not trying to tell her to stop doing it it's like they're encu- i would say they're encouraging her and telling her she has to. But it's more like, get it all out. Just get it all out. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> like, okay, she's obsessed with buds. So, like, she's a teenager. <laughs> yeah.
2: Dude, I'm sure Linda was definitely obsessed with but No, oh. she was obsessed with mustaches. Yeah, totally.
3: Riding
0: right, right that stash. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> or like, oh, my God. I just, I wanted the episode. Of, it was the reviews episode where they were at, like, that fair... And Louise says to the guy that's drawing caricatures on the side, he's like, I want you to draw a picture of my dad, my dad's mustache, really giving it to a caterpillar. (laughs) I was like, you're nine. Why do you
1: know what this means? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God.
0: But yeah, Jen, do you want to talk about it a little bit more?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just like. I think that women are usually like, especially when they're younger, are kind of like taught to hide their sexuality and so it's so refreshing to see um uh how open tina is with it and how accepting her family is of it um i
0: don't
1: know do you guys have anything to add about that
0: i think i think it's great
3: yeah i think it's um great too and i like that the fact that like she is becoming like this pop culture phenomenon and you see it like in artwork you see it in memes there's t-shirts about You know, T-shirts about it. It's kind of like bringing that inner child. I feel like that's what people see see in Tina.
2: I, yeah, I feel like a lot of the reasons people do like her is that, well, yes, because she owns her sexuality, but, like, especially for a lot of women now, like, as teenagers, like, so many of us didn't have that opportunity to explore that and figure out where we stood or what we really liked. And it was always such a hush hush thing that seeing her on screen. It's like this is such a breath of fresh air. We can really enjoy and understand like the feelings we had in high school because those are things you weren't necessarily allowed to explore.
0: Yeah, you're and if you did you're ashamed for it. Yeah Yeah, I was gonna say you got made fun of for it. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> I like um I put po- In my adult life, I posted a photo that showed like, you know, like a little, a little booty in it. And it, it was, it was just like probably like 10 different memes of Tina, like expressing <laughs> love of butts. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I'm really happy with where this went.
1: <laughs> um, you have a great booty.
0: Thank um, you. But... And All I, of you
1: do. And oh. T- <laughs>
0: yeah. And Tina is a gift.
1: <laughs> she really is.
0: Yeah, and and like and her and her and her friends, a lot of them are like, "You're weird," like like Tammy and. I don't
2: Rachel know if I whatever. consider Tammy her friend. I'm sure Tina. Is, Tammy she, is her friend. Her, Tammy does whatever. not think Tina is her
0: friend. At times, at times, at in t- episodes. Yes. No, it's a um, friend
3: of me. We all had those in high school, believe me. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we did. We
2: did.
0: Yeah. Um. So I think that's accurate too, because they probably in their families are not like given the space to express their sexuality in a healthy way yeah i i don't i don't remember if she's ever been given like a sex talk but i would love to hear what that ends up being
1: yeah (laughs) her saying i know at at the end i already learned i I don't know i think it's gonna
0: be out like zombies and like or she's gonna turn it into like oh my god
1: Oh, my god! Okay. She'll be like, "Okay, can you explain it, but with zombies Yes, <laughs> and
0: and then they will, yeah <laughs> they totally will, and she'll put in a uh, fan fiction um fan
1: fiction
3: yeah.
2: friend fiction <laughs> friend. uh I love it,
0: yes, um <laughs> yeah, so let's uh let's also talk about uh Bob and Linda's relationship because it's great uh as a it relatively is. newly married person, it is. <laughs> it's goals it's goals i'll say that
2: i think at this point i'm just judging by the age that the characters are not how many seasons they've been together for like they've been married for 15 years they were together before that but like she, tina is now like 14 15 so i'm assuming somewhere between that like they've well, tina's been together. 14
0: 15 then well
2: if tina's 15
0: she's in her, whatever no she's um, like
2: 13 i think yeah 14
0: or 13 but yeah I, I, agree, I agree with you they have to have been married for like a good 15 years
2: yes we together for that long and it's like they've made it work like i have yet to see them have an episode about like their marriage counseling which I, or like how they handle their marriage because they, they do get into spites and spackles but like i think as a whole they get along great like they understand each other's strengths and weaknesses and never like try to, they, they, they're never malicious about the other's weaknesses. And I think that's Mm -hmm. so hard when you're in a relationship or with anyone, any kind of relationship, whether romantic or not, we forget that the person is a person and and we'll be like, well, you're like this. And it's like, that's a weakness. You shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They don't, they don't really project. Like, I mean, like there's like, I don't know, there's maybe like one or two episodes where they project uh, and then like the kids diffuse it. There was a
2: recent Valentine's Day episode that happened. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about.
1: The one with the pile of laundry. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. There was an episode where um, Bob was trying to find a jukebox. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah, and I thought that was really sweet. Yeah. That was sweet.
2: It was the wrong box.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He tried so hard. He spent
2: $500 on the wrong thing. He did. I mean, the thought was there, and I think she. That's also so hard because she could have been like, well, you still didn't get me anything. Like, the thought and the effort were all there. Did he mess it up in the end? Absolutely. But, like, <laughs> he still went through so much trouble to try and get this right for her. And I think,
0: like, that's kind of what counts. Yeah. And he, like, he just clearly loves her so much. Like, I, <laughs> I don't know. Like, all, like, I don't know. It's not like, do you guys sing talk? Yes. Jenny, do you?
1: Yeah, occasionally. Yeah. Okay, occasionally, I mean yeah. I do
0: I I mean I do it daily all day. <laughs> and like it's like I relate to like how Bob looks at her when when she's doing it. Like he's like not annoyed. And it's definitely annoying because her voice is terrible and my voice is terrible.
2: <laughs> I oh my well <laughs> has have any of you watched the John Roberts movie? That's why he is Linda. Or the John Roberts YouTubes? No. Okay, so he is the voice of Linda and He's basically like making fun of women from New York in these videos. And you you have to look it up, John Roberts on YouTube, and it's like he's your typical New York, South Brooklyn or Queens mom who's like, "Come look at my Christmas tree. Come look at it. Plug the tree in. Plug my tree in." Like with the with the heavy Brooklyn accent. Or he'll be like, "Come take your mother out for Mother's Day." What are you gonna take me out for Mother's Day? Look at that duck. That duck's so cute. Like, <laughs> that's why they. That's Linda. That's Linda. That is Linda.
0: Yeah. I, um. Is yeah. It's funny you mentioned that because like I love that the show takes place in like what would be Coney Island. Yes. Uh,
2: yeah. Yeah.
3: And it's it Coney. Shows, Island. Like, that's that's not Coney. It's it, Coney. It's Coney. And it yeah.
0: shows like the effects of gentrification. That like, um, like the the store next to him is constantly being replaced. Yeah. By a different store. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's...
2: It's that... They even tackled it in a more recent episode, too, that his restaurant, which has been there for so long, didn't make it on the list of, like, trendy new places to eat, and that mm-hmm. will... That definitely affects his business. It's like, all these other burger places are super trendy and offering all these other things, and it's like, he's a mom-and-pop shop. Like, why... That, and, he, and he also offers amazing burgers, so the fact that, like, no one's taken a look at his menu and seen all the work he puts into his burger of the day, like, he should... Oh, God,
1: that. they're so clever. They are
2: yeah. so clever. <laughs> Baby, you can chive my burger. I was thinking about that one. <laughs> yes.
3: I'm glad he was able to make it that one time. You remember that? I <laughs> was, yes. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, um... <laughs> yeah, so, so, yeah, so, like, so, Linda... And the kids all work at this restaurant with him, which is very accurate to what it's like growing up in a small business family, which is what I did uh, as a kid. Like, I worked at my dad's company from the age of, like, probably, like, five. Because, like, as soon as I was able to physically work, I started working for him. And I don't mean anything strenuous, honestly. Like you help around.
2: You're helping out. Yeah, like, he owned
0: a plantscaping company, and so, like, I, like cleaned the plants and like when we did like holiday decorations at like different um corporate buildings I would go with them and help like decorate like christmas trees and wreaths and things like that. Um now I need to see
1: baby Danielle. <laughs> I know. I can show you baby, baby Danielle, Danielle. He also
0: He my my dad also worked for like this um <laughs> I don't know the pharmaceutical company or whatever but selling like these things called uh like proto bears or something like that which were like they're basically like or phyto bears like that they were like gummy bears but they were like vitamins oh, oh okay uh, okay and, yeah but he, but me and my siblings were the prop the, the like the product photo the stock photo oh models. that's funny yeah so like i, I had, like these like hilarious like little kid photos like definitely gummy bears. Photos. like yeah i'll show you those uh, <laughs> um yeah but it's it's uh it it creates this like like you know a very strong work 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 ethic starting at a very young age, mm-hmm. but also like this bond between your family.
1: Right, that's true.
0: Um, you go
1: through everything together. Yes. You know what? I'm, I get. am oh, sorry. It reminds me of that
3: episode where um, Logan Louise's like crush <laughs> mortal enemy was working at the restaurant, and Louise was telling Bob at the end of the episode like, "This is our thing." Kind yeah. of in terms of, like talking about the restaurant like it's the same type of dynamic
1: mm-hmm. right yeah i get genuinely stressed out by all the stress that they go through <laughs> and
0: like, it, but and it really it open and it and it is like that i mean like i do i think they do a pretty good job um not making their kids more stressed out
1: you and do. not
0: fighting with each other more because owning a small business is extremely stressful um Especially one that isn't pro- that profitable. Like, his restaurant is not that profitable, right? Like, it's often yeah. empty. Uh, it's often
2: empty. I feel, in my mind, for what he's serving... The rent must serving, be extremely high. Yeah, <laughs> like, the fish odor definitely ups the rent, but I feel like for what he's serving, he should definitely be charging more.
0: Oh, yeah. It's, they're gourmet burgers, basically. Yeah.
3: yeah, he needs a business plan.
0: <laughs> you need to step up in there. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me, Mr. Burgers. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, but it it's I th- I think it's a really uh interesting and like accurate
1: take mm-hmm. on what
0: it's actually like to to kind of like work with right. your parents, like with like cuz like they, they can't do like the cooking at that right. young an age. Right. It's dangerous. They can't like so they're like cleaning up the shop and like doing what they can do. Yeah. And
2: like, wiping They're probably off.
0: paid like an allowance or something like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yes. Not... They are. Yeah. They don't okay. know it
2: because Louise
0: has been stealing it.
2: For... <laughs> <laughs> there was a whole episode where she's like, I've been squirreling away all of your allowance for the last two years. And they were like, wait, we got allowance? And she's like, nothing. It's nothing.
0: <laughs> Again, Slytherin. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good job, <Kelsey>. Ghosty. <laughs>
1: And so the only w- person who really goes to the restaurant, like, is Teddy, right? Yes, uh, does. And oh, Mort does. Oh, yes, you heard you heard right. Right. you're right, and Mort. Um, but the, Teddy is like a fixture; he's part of the uh the restaurant. Yes, yeah. Like, M- um, Mort's,
0: Mort's business is next door, so I feel like that's more like, all right, I'm on my lunch break. I'm gonna...
1: Yeah, yeah. And um, Ted- I guess Teddy is Bob's best friend, right? Yes, yes they established so that. Yes, there was a yes. whole episode around. He was reluctant to say so, yes. but he, but it, he is. Um, what do you guys think about that relationship?
0: I mean, it, like Teddy's obviously kind of codependent on Bob, um, but he obviously adores him and would, I think, literally kill for him.
1: Uh, <laughs> oh damn, we're going there. I, I don't think. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You're right. Actually, he is he is very codependent. He's he's, he's very yeah. He's dedicated to that man, right? He he even did Linda's
3: bed and breakfast that time. Remember, he took oh to yeah, and
2: he supported it. He gave her the money, and he's like,
0: "I'll do it. I'll Stay there." Mm-hmm.
2: He's a very supportive friend, I will
0: say. Yeah, and Bob, like you know, he he provides an important role in his life because Teddy is like kind of like always single. Yeah, they're always they I feel like the I, and this is me speaking
2: towards him, knowing he's he's one of my least favorite characters on the show. He's always supportive of them and they're always supportive of him and helping him to become a better person. Like, yes, he's very sweet. He's he's not always on the mark with a lot of things, but he yeah. does try and
0: They don't always think he makes the wisest decisions. Yes. But they... <laughs>
2: <laughs> like they're willing this, to help him. <laughs> yeah.
3: Like when he got the boat, remember that boat at the <laughs> And he went to drive past his ex wife and the boat crashed, like, with them a minute.
2: Oh, man. Teddy.
3: And they warned him it wasn't a great idea. They were like, why is you going to just glow on your, your ex wife? <laughs> like, yeah. And
2: remember if you remember she didn't even see him, they had to do it twice. Yeah, they did it a couple times. And then he was like, Denise. Denise! And then he crashed, and I was like, oh god, this is embarrassing. Yeah.
3: But it's funny, you know what's so great about the show? It's like, you know, people like that. Yeah. <laughs> yup. Him,
2: like the lunch ladies.
0: Uh huh. Oh, yes. What other characters do you like, Arkita?
2: Oh, I was gonna say, like, some other. that you don't like Except Teddy. Teddy. <laughs> like, the, uh, all the other ma- minor characters or secondary characters I love. Um, But my favorites are, like, the Pesto family. <laughs> like andy and ollie i hate jimmy pesto jr i think he's the worst i don't think he's a good option i think zeke and tina belong together zeke would do anything for her mm-hmm. jimmy pesto jr is like oh i guess another boy likes you so i like you now i don't like him he is not good for her zeke is yeah. so sweet
0: Pesto has a lot of jealousy issues for a boy who won't commit
2: yeah he does I'm like, what are you you're literally leading her along and then when she finds someone new, he's like, Well, I want you and I was here first. And I'm like, so what? No one cares. Ha <laughs>
0: ha I agree with I agree with you. Zeke is better.
2: Yeah, yes. Zeke is better. Zeke is much better. But um the entire Pesto family. I actually think Jimmy Pesto Senior really likes Bob.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, definitely.
2: Like, oh yeah. He's always bothering him. Like, why do you care so much?
0: Because yeah. he knows he's not as good of a cook. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so why he Bob doesn't Bob. So Bob doesn't actually like usually antagonize him because he knows he's a better cook. Yeah. Which has been proven multiple times on the show. Yes, it has. Um. Not but pesto. yeah, I but uh, really quickly going back to Jimmy Pesto, I I love when Tina just like shows that she actually doesn't give a fuck because yeah. sometimes, like like you know, so I feel like um more towards the beginning of the show tina would be a bit heartbroken over jimmy pesto but now we've gotten to see more scenes of her kind of like owning herself and being like yeah you know what there's other there's other zombies in the sea yes
2: (laughs) (laughs) and she's also calling him out on his bs like there's an episode recently ish
0: yeah where they're running the
2: yeah the dance and he's like i'm not taking you she's like well you promised so why can't you what's happening
0: Oh, okay. Well, also they were running the mile recently, and she was like, "Do you want to run it together?" And he was like, "No, I'm faster than you." But then it turned out he wow. was a terrible runner, <laughs> so she ran slightly ahead of him the whole time. Wow. <laughs> oh, my, oh, and, and then, yeah, and then she like felt bad and decided to like run next to him because he like apologized while running. <laughs> and then he, and then he, like, went to, like, try to run faster than her, and she was like, okay, never mind, and she went back to running slightly ahead of him, so he would feel bad again.
2: <laughs> see, like, she's owning, she's like, you know, she, I, I feel that. like it took a, a couple of seasons for her to be like, you ate shit. <laughs> like, I hate to say it, but Jimmy Pesto <laughs> ate shit. She's yeah, to better, see, like, uh,
0: okay, like, just, other people will, like, like me for who I am, like, it,
1: yes. yeah. She was just Anna. blinded by his butt. <laughs> yes, that's, yes. It was all about the butt and the dancing.
0: But Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: uh definitely. other than that, I definitely okay, so um the episode, they introduced these characters really early on. It was Chacha and Marshmallow.
1: I don't know who I don't remember
2: who they
3: are. Do you are. remember what? I have
0: forgotten was, more about this show than I remember, probably. Because so it's really so weird. it's there's so many seasons.
2: I love it so, so much, seasons. but there's so many seasons. There's so much to watch, and I feel like there's an episode in this show for everybody and something for everyone to relate to. But um, these were the transgender. Um, they were introduced in the taxi episode. Yes. Yes, and there was Marshmallow, who's the bigger black woman, and then Cha Cha, who's like Hispanic. It's great. It's they're always around, and they always. It's like oh, when you least expect okay. them, they come and they give Tina a bit of advice and then they're gone.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and
2: I love them. And I love Marshmallow. And I love that line. They're like, why do you call you Marshmallow? And they're like, if you give me a sweet potato, I'm
3: all on top of that. Oh, wow. Yeah, and uh, but we said, I knew it.
2: <laughs> uh, what about you guys? Do you guys have any favorite minor or secondary characters? I think the school staff, the school staff
3: cracks me up. Yes. When Gene um, and I forgot the girl who has like a big crush on him, they were doing the morning announcements, and um, one one of the school staffers who used to do them was so territorial about it, and she was Ms. trying LeBanc. to sabotage. Yes. And she was trying to like sabotage them. She even said, like, "I am the morning announcements." Like you know, you knew people like that growing up in school.
2: Yep. <laughs> yeah. I will say I love oh, the other one. I love is Mr. Bronca. He's yes. a very supportive janitor. He's so sweet. And I love that all the kids know and love him. Yeah. Maybe. And he's like, he said it on several occasions that he's an immigrant. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you really, this is really Coney Island. Like this is Coney Island right here. He was a, he's technically a refugee because he said he used to be like royalty or something wherever what? he was from. And there was a revolution and he had to leave. Oh,
1: wow. I was like, damn, yeah. yeah,
2: Mr. Bronco
1: happened <laughs> damn where's <laughs>
3: his
2: show yeah where's your show at?
3: make but, an episode about that i would think people would dig that yeah yeah
2: but like mr bronca because he's always supportive and he's always he always talks to tina tina's on he's, he said to tina you're my best friend
1: oh which is so sweet
2: because like they all love him like whenever they're trying when they try to like i think it was they tried to like sneak the robot out when they had the robot. And it was Mr. Bronca. And they were like, Here, do you need the keys? Here you go. He's so sweet. He's a sweet old man. And I think everyone, all of us, had somebody in the school that was an adult figure that we could talk to like that. And that was really kind. Or most, I can't say all of us, but a lot of us did. <laughs> yes. like, I definitely had one of those.
0: yeah. <laughs> I like, I'm like I don't know if everyone
2: had one of those. Okay. <laughs> Anyone else have any favorite minor characters or minor groups?
0: No, I mean you seem to be the database on it, so that just keep rattling. Them up. <laughs> I could keep going. So yeah.
2: you, we all remember Millie Frock. Ooh. Do we? <laughs> she is the one that's obsessed with Louise. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, Julia right. okay, 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 okay. 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 and Louise. Millie yeah. and Louise <laughs> Yeah,
3: Louise can't stand her. Louise wants, she, yeah, I think to she's do with anyone
0: other than her family. No.
2: I think Millie has grown on Louise because I I think they're I think they're getting close to friends now. Um <laughs> They're getting there. I like that Millie they introduced Millie in a way that you wouldn't expect because they tried to explore Louise's friendship with other kids and Like, it works, because the only other friend that she really has outside of her siblings is regular-sized Rudy, and then they Mm -hmm. tried to have that sleepover, and what was that girl's name? I forgot her name. The only one that stayed, but she ended up wetting the bed, and that's why she, like, had her system, and she was, like, the only one that ended up staying, and they ended up having a great time, but after that, they never revisited that friendship that she had with somebody outside of her family, except for regular-sized Rudy. But um, like I liked that with Millie, they introduced it as this girl is invading into her life. And sometimes I feel like we all have that friend that we wouldn't have been friends with had they not like latched onto us. (laughs) Do we? I know I was that friend.
0: I think we've all been. I I've been that
2: friend. I've been the friend. I was like, I want to know you. Who are you? I'm gonna come around. I think that's part of being a geek girl. Yes, it yes. Is. This other
0: girls really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get super obsessive with
2: them. <laughs> but yeah, I like I like Millie a lot. I think I think that they are going to be friends for a while, and I'm hoping to see more of Millie because as much as I love regular sized Rudy, and I know Louise would do anything for him, like it would be nice for us to see more girl female friends because right like, yes they they didn't explore that they didn't explore past that in that sleepover
0: episode for louise yeah i mean i do like the f- the fact that like louise is such a tomboy yes but, because that's how i was growing up like i like like it was like o- i don't know like almost problematic how much of a tomboy i was because like i would uh, like i would go to different birthday parties um and it was it was very gendered. It was like all the girls went to like the girl birthday parties and the boys went to the boy birthday parties. And then at the birthday parties they had like the little like goodie bags when you would leave of like is it, it would be like little like makeup type things. Yeah. And I would I would be super upset because I was like, I I don't want makeup things. I don't want to like have to be like more feminine, like I Right. So so my mom would have to like I guess talk to the other mothers, and they would uh, just like make a little like bag of chocolate or something.
1: Oh wow!
0: Me, because that would be like,
1: oh man. Well, well, there, well, there's like a
0: a period in my life where my mom like tried to force me to be feminine, um, and it like really messed with my head a lot, like, like caused mm-hmm. like very lasting effects. Um, so I guess at some point she realized like maybe that's not the best thing to do, and so this will be easier.
1: That's to... good then that she uh, realized. Yeah. He,
0: i i assume that's what happened i don't really know because i was a child but um but i do know that at some point i stopped getting little bags of makeup and things and i started getting little bags of chocolate nice so uh i think Um, that's what happened with luis as well
1: um i also want to talk about mr frond yeah Mm -hmm. yes
0: and how Mess. and how he's not actually a therapist but <laughs>
1: no not at all and and he doesn't have any out. credentials
0: no and like how realistic is that
3: yeah bless his heart he tries
2: he tries he does try for the
0: kids he's not always good at it he tries but he doesn't know what he's doing he and it's not good no <laughs>
1: Not. He doesn't approach them with like kindness, he which appro- I
0: think is key. Or understanding.
1: Right. He doesn't. And then
2: he's also like called them out. Like yeah. there was the episode where there was like what was it? Was it the that hurricane that was sweeping through? And there was a kid that thought he caused it because he like was masturbating and he said, "Is it that thing? Do you want us to tell us? Is it because that thing you did in front of the whole class?" What? Was this poor child. What? what? Yeah, it was the last. Wait, he shamed a child summer.
0: for masturbating.
2: Yes, or not even that. He was like grinding against something, and it's like you're a kid. You're exploring these feelings, but he said to say it in front of the whole class. I was like, dude, that's what I realized. Like he's off the edge. He's off I, of something. Yeah,
0: that's like what. My guidance counselor was, like, in grade school. There, really? Yeah, she was really, like, messed up. Like, she, like, <laughs> she would, like, basically, like, if you were someone who went to her a lot, then you were one of her favorites. And if you were someone who one of those kids talked about a lot, then she disliked you and she would start rumors about you.
1: What?
0: As a grown woman, she s- would start rumors about a- about children.
1: Well, you know how adults don't don't actually <laughs> ha, don't actually have emotional maturity all the time.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, so like that was my like first understanding of what a counselor or therapist is. Uh, right, <laughs> which is like, uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is not good. So like, I mean, I, I mean, I. I know Mr. Fromm does not have any credentials. I have no idea if, you know, 20 years ago, the guidance counselor at my school had credentials. I know now they need credentials. Right. Um, yeah, you definitely need that.
1: But even even with credentials, you can still be terrible. Mm-hmm. You can. Yeah, I think he is
3: a bit condescending. And I remember mm-hmm. kind of like in school, like, in high school, I had a guidance counselor that was very good, and a guidance Counselor, counselor that was like Mr. Fran like condescending but then trying to act like they're really helping you and you could just tell that You're, they're, they're your friend yeah and you could just tell there was a genuine you know
0: mm-hmm. intention
3: yeah. for it so I think that's why it works for Bob's Burgers because again you could re- you know you could relate to having someone in school like that and it's mm-hmm. ironic because a lot of them are guidance counselors like I know a few people who kind of say the same thing about their guidance counselor and that's like what 10-20 years ago
0: yeah uh, also it's funny because like, I-, I guess he's kind of like you know one of the antagonists on the show because yeah. like, a lot of shows that are like f- familiar shows I guess maybe a lot of the like fighting is like in family fighting
2: yeah but and this show not... doesn't
0: really have that
2: no.
0: so I guess like the minor characters have to be who the like kind of quote unquote villains are
3: yeah, I like that Bob doesn't take crap from him. Though you could tell he calls him <laughs> out. Yeah, yeah.
0: but Bob and Linda both are like, no. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Linda's optimistic about it, but Bob is like, this guy's a quack.
1: Yes, <laughs> I don't know. That's where, a, yeah. Quack is a perfect word to describe him. Yeah, where does Although that I do, come I, from?
0: I do like, uh, uh, Luis's like very complicated feelings about him. How like. Yeah. She definitely also views him as a quack, but then like there, are, there's like that episode where he's like gonna get fired, and she's like, "Damn it, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. Let him get fired." Yeah, she realizes
2: <laughs> the person that they're putting in place of him is way worse, and she's like, mm. "Yeah, like Mr. Fawn, kind of, like he does care about the kids, but he doesn't know what he's doing." And I think she realizes he actually
0: cares. So yeah. Uh, so what are your favorite episodes or lines?
3: Yeah, you go first, coast. Mine was this one of the Christmas episodes where she says to Bob, because he's kind of like, uh, when Linda says to Bob, like, um put a mistletoe on my butt and kiss it. And <laughs> I, was like, hey, okay.
2: <laughs> I don't remember this episode.
3: Because she, she wanted to do, like, pre-decorating after Halloween. And oh. he was looking at her like, why are you doing this? Obviously, common sense. You remember, she's a big Christmas person. She,
1: yes. She is. And she
3: literally gave, came back with that clapback. I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs>
1: Mine, mine's is also butt related. It's when (laughs) Tina says your ass is grass, and I'm gonna mow it.
2: I (laughs) say that to so many people, and nobody gets the reference. And I'm like, you guys, no, it's you all. You're all terrible. You're all terrible.
0: (laughs) Uh, That that is amazing. I there's, uh, (laughs) I I mean. It's not really, like, a line. It's more just, like... There's this scene in, like, this... Ha- there's, uh... The Haunting. It's, like, the Haunted House episode. Where, oh, that was good. Because, like, idea. Louise is, like, claiming she's, like, never scared. So, they they make that, like, mm-hmm. elaborate haunted house. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah. Um, And then, like... They supposedly end up getting scared. Like, the whole family does. So, like, they hide in the bathroom. And, um... Basically, like... Like, at first, like like... Lynn is saying like, oh like maybe it's a ghost and Bob's like like there's no such thing as ghost and she's like, Alright Bob, what do you think it is? And he's like, it's probably just a murderer. And Tina's like, Tina's, like, Tina's Dest- like, what? And he's like, he says it's so like deadpan as if like a murderer is better than a ghost. <laughs> it's like, it made me laugh for like ten minutes.
1: <laughs> oh my god.
0: Just, like, his delivery is so, so good. Like, it's the things great. that he thinks make sense to say... Are, uh, I don't know. Blow my Ridiculous. mind.
1: Ridiculous, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say what your favorite line was, Uh
2: Akita? I don't... What is my favorite line?
1: Or just one that you really love.
2: Oh, well, I love all of Linda's lines, but, like, mm-hmm. the the line that sticks out to me the most, and I say it all the time, and it's so messed up, but you know the scene where there's that on-couple TV, there's that TV couple, and they're, like, looking for people to cast, and- Sure. And Linda, Linda is, it's, it's a Gene line, and Linda's basically like, oh, they're so cute, they're such a cute couple- and Gene hits it back, it's like, yeah, if you like white people. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I and I was like, oh my god, Gene, that's the <laughs> best. Did I miss yes, That one? is. And I just like, I say that and and not enough people get the reference. And I'm like, sure, if you like white people.
0: <laughs> yeah, that Sometimes. I think that's definitely one of the best lines on that the is the, series. yeah, wow. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, but aren't you guys I white? Like, what's happening? Here? Yeah, but that's that's very me, right? Like, just <laughs> 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 so good. What uh, about
1: uh, favorite episodes in general, as a whole? Yeah, because you good.
0: start.
3: The best one to me is one when they introduce Nikki, the bank robber. Oh, yes, mm, yes. And it was first initially that Jimmy Pesto was gonna give him give Nikki the food to bring to like the uh, bank, and it ended up being Bob, and Bob gets taken hostage, and Louise <laughs> decides to do a report on the bank robber, and she has this whole like spiel on the phone with him. And she's like, "That's my daddy," and then she's like, "So, <laughs> Nikki, tell me a few things about yourself." It was just so. I loved uh, it. It was so well-written, that whole episode.
2: Yes, I do. And agree. at
3: the end of it, she didn't even turn it in, so Bob BS'd <laughs> him and said, uh, oh, she got A in it. And, he was, and Nikki was so happy. He's like, oh, my God, poor thing. Oh, my
0: gosh. <laughs> I remember that. Oh, I love do you have it. any other favorites?
3: The other one was um, the dinner theater episode with the mm-hmm. um, another bank robber. I guess it's like a pattern here. I have a thing with Bob's Burgers. the bank robber. Yeah, shop, we, bank we talked robber, about that one
0: got- a little bit earlier.
3: yeah. Um, I guess another one, too, is um, the Christmas episode where this truck driver was stalking them because Linda decided to cut him off. <laughs> yes. And he's like, I'm going to bang your butt to, so like, Bob. And Bob's like, please stop saying that. And he's like, are you shivering? <laughs> like, it was just like, <laughs> it was like, dude, like, you could tell he was just very tiny and lonely. Just like, you know, give him a
2: hug he did need a hug yeah. i had a dutch baby after that episode <laughs> i was like i want a dutch baby now sorry what's a dutch baby it's like a pancake okay great it's like a
3: yeah it's a wider pancake it's so yes good. we're not so actually not,
1: taking not a dutch literal babies. dutch baby <laughs> no nope, we're not taking
2: babies from holland
1: <laughs> good to know
2: okay arkita what was your favorite episode or um, some of your favorites a lot I think a lot of my favorites center around Jean and Linda. Um yeah, but their bond
0: is is really they strong. They
2: are it it is so sweet. I mean, you get to see more of Jean's bond with Bob in the more recent episodes, but like Jean and Linda have already been established. Like they yeah. are best friends. Um but one of my favorites with Linda is the episode where she turns I think she turns 40. And the family is discovering all these different aspects about her life. Like she got, when she got locked out of her car and was like making her way, trying to get back home. And the family's mm-hmm. like, where is she? It's her birthday. She's missing. And they find out that they go to this fancy hot restaurant or this fancy hotel. She goes to this bakery. She's like all, all these places. Yeah. And Bob is like, wow, I didn't know this about my wife.
0: Yeah. the and each of the places are something that reminds her of a different one of her ch- children.
2: Yes. Yeah. They are, and everyone has like a different. Even the people that work there, like they all know. Well, most of them all know and love Linda. And right. They'll talk to her.
0: Everyone um, loves Linda because she's great.
2: Except for that bakery guy. He didn't like <laughs> her because she was taking all the free samples. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love. I love a lot of the Linda-centric episodes. I think those are those are my favorite.
1: I I actually like the uh. <laughs> the Bob and Tina centric episodes, Ooh, the most. Yes, um, I'm not saying necessarily them together, but like, like, like separately as well. Like, yeah. I like the episode where Bob gets stuck in the wall <laughs> restaurant <laughs> and, and gets a little loopy. Um, and <laughs> it's just it's so funny. And um, well, t- talking about Bob and Tina, I like the episode where she teaches him to drive her, t- he, she he teaches her to drive. <laughs> yeah Love.
0: well I, you know what i was like wait maybe it's the opposite because like if bob's like born and raised in new york maybe he doesn't know how to drive but, no no we've seen him drive um, no yeah
1: and it's um great and i i realize now maybe i like it's because i think i'm tina and my dad is bob or something
0: but, is your dad um, like bob or, or are you just projecting i think <laughs> i'm just projecting oh, yeah.
1: okay. um but uh yeah so like any like episode with tina like friend fiction episode and uh just those kind of episodes are great um i also really like the the butt art yes. <laughs> the butthole art episode butt art. Butt art. <laughs> butt art. art crawl.
3: <laughs> yeah auntie gail oh yes Whoa. oh my god we didn't
2: talk about her
1: i love, her. Oh. love her
2: i love Me- like megan malaylee i think
1: <laughs> oh is that her yeah, yeah that's, that's her. so funny that's her that's funny
2: my best line from Auntie
3: Gail was when she said, My cat was right about you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <Wow>. <laughs> you know, I would say some shit like that.
0: <laughs> would
1: What about you, Danielle?
0: Um, my my favorite episode is really, really new. It's um Roman Bobaday. It's What's when- that about? They forced Bob to take a day off. Oh
3: Yeah, oh yeah, the yes. I did it's like that one. The
0: most relatable shit I can ever imagine for me. Because like so basically like they <laughs> so like <laughs> yeah. they literally lock him out of the front <laughs> and back of the restaurant and they make him take a day off. And so he spends the whole day just like... like upset about not being able to work and like imagining like like what that's supposed to be like, <laughs> and then he ends up like going and working at someone else's small business restaurant and helping them make sandwiches. I
1: need to watch this. Uh, you too. yeah. So he's good.
0: like, and it, I yeah. forgot
2: her name. So he's name. like, so so he's she, like was, she was voiced by Tiffany Haddish. Who
1: oh wow.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was great. Um, so he ends up like going there and and like and so and like and she you know same situation is like a total workaholic and there's like a guy there trying to date her and she keeps blowing him off um (laughs) uh and so like so so basically like at the end of the episode like bob is just like kind of singing about how much he loves work as he's like making his way (laughs) back to the job and like like what he ended up learning is that like he just like is who he is and he loves to work uh the only thing he loves more than work is his family Mm-hmm. So I guess like if they need him to take a day off, then he will.
1: Yeah, right. But, That's it, but they
0: can't really dictate what that day off is going to be. <laughs> right. I love but it. But it's so relatable to me because like, like when when Ben asks me like, "What do I? Well, like what will like help me relax?" I'm like working. It's uh. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, I, sh- I share the meme about you? that.
2: <laughs> yes, that meme was so relatable. What what was that meme again? Um like, uh, what do you do for work? Draw. Um what do you do for fun? Draw. What does it really stress you out to like draw all the time? Yes. Well, what do you do to relax? <laughs> draw. I <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> Why don't call me out like that?
0: <laughs> yeah. So relatable. Ugh. So what
1: does um this I wanted to hear what you guys uh, think about this show in terms of what it means to you.
0: What it means to me is, like, a really um, wonderful, supportive depiction of a family that we don't normally get to see. Yes. Um,
2: um. I also agree. I think it's a very... It's a fun, lighthearted, feel-good show that, like... Like, I walk away from feeling, watching this show, feeling happier. Like, it, mm-hmm. it's a show that makes me feel good about myself and watching it and knowing that, like, the things that are portrayed in the show is what happens in real life. And they are able to shed, like, a positive light on everything. Because so many times, like, and I, I, I don't mean to bash it, but, like, I used to love watching Family Guy. And then all of a sudden, it just got... Like, I, I got to a point where I was like I'm tired of watching this family
0: try to kill each other like
2: every other mm. episode like I just want something yeah. s- and that is
0: what most I think like family sitcoms are well not, maybe not kill each other but, um, but most family sitcoms are like it's just like
2: a lot of picking down. on
0: each other and judging each other and honestly that is what a lot of actual families are too
2: Yeah.
0: so it's, a, it's really nice to see like what a family could be
2: yes mm-hmm. it is and I like that what about you, Jenny? What do you think? What does the show mean to you?
1: Uh it's it's fun, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> like um it it's not like super meaningful to me, but it's a super fun um show to watch with really interesting and funny characters.
0: I think it appre- it makes me appreciate um aspects of my life more. Yes. Like, oh, I should try to be more like this
1: or that, mm, yeah, It's okay, good. What about you, Kosi? Well, it's
3: funny because um, I got introduced to this show about four years ago. Um, my friend Kamani and Aquia introduced it to me after like some like brunch, and I kind of fell off it. I thought it was very funny, but I never, you know, like I just didn't see it again. And then, hence Cartoon Network started posting on um, playing them at 10 p.m., and now it's like a ritual for me to watch this before going to bed. And it nice. makes you fe- It makes me feel so much better, even if I have like a bad day, a good day. It's just you end up like Arkita said, feeling really good, it's just like mm-hmm. laughing your eyes. One of the few shows that I really laugh out loud, and I right. think yeah. I think it's great that they have that intention. They're not taking themselves so seriously, but the topics that they come about is like the way the the writing is. Like they weave them in there without trying yeah. to make a big statement about it. And mm-hmm. I think, and also too, they're the- one of the only few shows that gets better every season. Because yes. I have like issues with Family yeah. Guy myself. Like I don't like how they treat Meg. Like, the, the way mm, they treat Meg, yeah. kind of yeah, that kind of disturbs me a little, a little, a little bit. And I like that they don't get nasty with
0: one another. And mm-hmm. yeah,
3: Matt, families can get nasty with one another, but it's like we don't need to see that all the time. Yeah. So it's but, not,
0: it's not. You're right. Like there are so many shows that like, I, like Modern Family is probably a perfect example. Example of like another like family show that they, like, they do, they are, like, really judgy of each other, and, like, and, like, I still watch it, and I'm, like, why am I still watching this? So, like, I don't actually really care about it that much. Yeah, I It's not really getting better be funny. Each season. It can be funny. It can be. There are
1: moments. Can,
0: yeah, yeah, I agree. There, there's definitely moments that, like, make me, like, you know, teary-eyed or laugh or this or that, but I don't think it's necessarily, like, getting better with each season.
3: No.
2: Yeah. Like,
0: Another... Boss writers, it gets better with every season. Yes another show that
2: I will say is good at tackling family issues and racial issues, like, all of the things that come, becoming, being part of a family and being black, it's blackish. Like, that show gets better Mm. every single season, and I love the family dynamic there and how they, like, interact with each other. And Yeah, they do get judgy towards each other, but it's like, the way it's tackled, it's like, we're gonna have this conversation, we need to have an open communication about it, and I think that's That's what what I'm leaning towards now. I'm tired of seeing shows where it's like, there's a character that's just there to be a punching bag. Because it hurts. Mm, Yeah. It doesn't feel good. I was going to ask. So, like, I pose this question because I'm a part of a lot of Bob's Burgers fan groups online, and... Someone made a giant thing about like really liking the show and liking that it wasn't political, and I kind of want to ask: Is do any of you find that the show is political in any way, or just mindless fun? I
0: mean, I personally think everything is political. Same, yeah, same. Okay. Yeah. Uh. I. I mean, I think everything is political. I don't think the show is like overtly political. Right. If that's what you mean.
2: That's what I- yeah, I mean, it, it, at some point, everything is political, in my mind. What a- yes. Like, I think the question- I think, from my standpoint- I don't think, standpoint, it's I think it's mindless. No, it's not. I don't mean mindless. I meant, like, it's, it's lighthearted fun. But
0: mm-hmm. from my
2: standpoint, it was somebody who made the comment, and it was one of those guys that's like, everything is political, and I hate it, and I'm like- Every was com- like one of those. Com- I hate that comics are political and like comics are inherently in- inherently political. Yeah. So like what you're saying is kind of invalid. And for me, I was like, this show might not be lead- might not be heavily political in ti- in terms of like fighting good or evil and like having them be euphemisms for anything. But it's it is a show that has a pretty diverse cast. They have other characters of color. They have a lot of female leads. They have openly transgender characters. On the show, they show them frequently. Like,
0: I think there could be more characters of color. They
2: could. There could yeah. definitely be more characters. Of I mean, it's based
0: in Coney, Coney Island. Island like, yes. well, I mean, what we assume is Coney Island. We
2: assume it's, it's it's either Coney Island. Some people say it's like Atlantic or that boardwalk boardwalk down in South Jersey. Could be either or. I'm leaning towards Coney Island. Um, but I think inherently the show is political in how it's it's everyone is portrayed because. You think about it and all the other shows that exist and I'm like, there is no other show like this and I think that's why people like it and that's why it draws such a diverse crowd and audience
0: because there's I mean, no t- like Tina like definitely is...
2: Yeah. She talks about her sexuality openly and all the other shows mm-hmm. that do that, especially if it's a cartoon, they're instantly shamed and instantly made fun of it. Instantly made to feel lesser because of it and it's like I think that's that's where I was going. I'm like I don't I think I think political might have been the wrong term. It's something else, but like I don't know, it's just that's how I see the show. Like it's it's set a bar for a lot of shows that I don't think anyone can really can't hold a candle to it or hold a light to this.
3: What do you think, Cosy? Yeah, I think it's forcing I think it's forcing writers to be more creative. Like in, enough of, like the revivals or things like that to actually kind of dig deep. Like, think about it. These writers dig deep for all these diverse characters. Even characters who were like, oh, I forgot, and then we're going back to it and like, oh my God, they're so, they were so amazing. Like Aunt Gail. Like that yes. kind of, you know, that kind of shows a lot. I don't yeah. think it's mindless fun. I just think their intent was to do a show that doesn't have to deal with the political bullshit going on right now and make people laugh on top of it. Yeah, I think that's really more... Um, More it. I don't think they had their intent was to be serious or to set the bar. I just think they were just like, we have an idea, let's run with it, and people dug it.
0: Yeah, like I mean, they definitely you know like make fun of capitalism a lot on the show, and like so it's like there are there are definitely political themes in the show, without making it so in your face that it would make someone who has to deal with these things on a daily basis like not want to watch from having it be too heavy
1: yes it's a good escape for sure it is
0: yeah uh and anyone who says that they are like tired of like oh like comics being political now which again comics have always been political uh is, is someone who just like has just never been affected
1: yes most people or a lot of people's identities and existence are political in general. Yeah. So if you're lucky enough not to have to deal with that, you're lucky.
0: Yeah. Anyway,
1: cool. uh I think that's anything else we want to say about the show?
0: Um, it's perfect. Yeah. I love
1: it. <laughs> watch <I hate> <laughs> it. <laughs> Where can we watch it? Where can people watch it?
0: Oh god, Hulu? I watch on Hulu. I think Hulu, so right? Or is it even on?
2: on Adult Swim, now and Fox.
0: Also, Jenny, uh, do you no. or are you mm. going to cosplay Tina?
1: Me? Yeah. <laughs> it is. A, it's almost so easy that yeah. I feel like it's a cop out. My you, sister did it. She I mean, did do it. it. I remember that. Uh, my sister went to Jordan's party as Tina. She 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 looked like Tina, so that was good. I'll do it with you. Oh, you won't be Louise, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool i want um, to be jean
0: all right i'll be linda
1: yeah <laughs> i'll make oh said be bob <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right Dragon con the set all right see so you guys there the general public, <laughs> the uh, general public. <laughs> all right
2: so thanks so much for listening please take a moment to subscribe review and rate us it is the easiest way to support our podcast and if you leave a five-star review you might pick it up and read it on the air
1: Yeah, this week's review comes from Mermaid Zero Dreamer. Uh, It says, this is quickly becoming one of my favorite podcasts. It's like listening to the friends I wish I had talk about all my favorite nerdy stuff and all the feels. I love how willing these ladies are to share their personal lives. It makes me feel like there are others out there who get me. Yellow Heart. (laughs) Thank you so much. And uh, if you guys leave a review, we might read it on the air. Thank you.
2: Yeah, thank you. So Kosi, where can we find you on your social medias?
3: You can find me on Twitter at Kos twenty seven. That's K-O-S two seven. And on Instagram at K-O-S-H-A-R-R-I-S Kos Harris.
0: Right. Um, if you wanna chat with us about the episode, uh also about the fact that we didn't bring up how much Louise loves puppies. Which is my favorite part of the show. Uh, our social medias are fandom and wellness on Instagram,
1: fandom and wellness on Facebook, and fandom wellness on Twitter. And if you want bonus content, you can join our fangirl family at patreon.com slash fandom and wellness for Patreon exclusive geek sessions. We we just did uh, Patreon geek sessions about uh, Spider Man Far From Home and uh, Star Wars. Rise of Skywalker, so we'll be putting those up soon. And if you want to, well, by the to time those, this comes
0: out, those will already be up.
1: Yeah, you're right; they will be up. So, um, join Patreon and you can listen to those.
3: And remember, be kind and take no shit. <laughs>
2: Woo! Thanks Yay! for being on. Oh, yes. <laughs>